Hey everyone, hopefully the audio is nice and crispy. If you didn't know already, you're listening to JK Tech News and I'm your host Ali Abdul Karim. This is episode 3 of the JK Tech News podcast, the podcast where I give the latest tech news every single week. So definitely subscribe so you don't miss some of that crazy tech news. Now honestly, if you're watching this video, I'm pretty much assuming that you know something about the Tech Apple event, that keynote thing that happened yesterday. If you don't, well, well, I'm here to fill you in. So essentially what happened was, Apple held an event in California and just announced a bunch of things that they're going to be releasing in the next few weeks. Most notably, they released three new iPhones, the iPhone XR, the iPhone XS, and the iPhone XS Max. They also released the Apple Watch Series 4, several variations of that. And they also announced a bunch of software updates, which they've previously talked about, but now they're actually becoming official. macOS Mojave, tvOS, I don't know which one we're on, I think it's 5. Uh, watchOS 5 iOS 12 most notably. Yeah, that's pretty much what they talked about. They also talked about a bunch of features in that. So I'm going to be summarizing all of that and then giving my opinions on it. I also made a short form tech video on my YouTube channel, AKJK, talking about just the iPhone 10 lineup, the three one, the three iPhones that they released. You can go check that out if you're really interested just in that. So I'm going to start off with the iPhones because they are the most sort of notable thing and popular thing from the event. So I'll start off with the pricing for them because I don't want to be like Apple and just say the pricing at the end. iPhone XR comes in at $749, the iPhone XS comes in at $999, and the iPhone XS Max comes in at $1,099. Now these all max out at much higher prices. I believe the iPhone XS Max maxes at around at $1449, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, the max out is the 512GB option. I honestly don't think people are going to be going for that. I think the 256 is going to be the most popular. Just because now they've contrasted the 64GB with the 256 and the 512. So the 64 just looks minuscule in comparison. And uh, also, I would recommend that you do get the 256. Because I think it's the sweet spot. Now, 4K video on these cameras... They take up a ton of space, and if you've watched my video on the on the iPhone 10, then you'll know that I said I've already used up like 70 gigabytes of storage in the last two months on my iPhone. Let's say 40 of that was just the Photos app. I mean, I am a photographer and filmmaker and all that kind of jazz, but you can just see how much space that this 4K video takes up. Obviously, you can like down downscale to 1080p in the settings, but I'm talking most people are going to be taking 4K videos takes up a ton of space. So I think 256 is just perfect. If there was a 128GB option, that would have been pretty good. I think more people would have gone for that. But you know Apple, they like to make money. Now in terms of the R, what stands out about it is the ton of different colors that it is released in. So it came in six different colors to be precise. So I'll list all of them out and then give my opinions. There was a white, a black, blue, Coral, product red, and a yellow. So the white is just sort of boring. Not very interesting. It might appeal to some people. The black, black is my favorite color, but just when you contrast it to all the other color options that there are, I don't think black is gonna be that popular. Even I wouldn't just take even I wouldn't take the black. 
bearing in mind that it is my favourite colour. The blue just seems a little bit childish and it doesn't have that Apple Premium look. The yellow I really liked, something that if I was to choose I'd probably take the yellow. The, the coral is okay, the, so, I mean orange is sort of just, it, it's not a, an amazing orange, it's okay. Product red is very nice, but it's just sort of getting a little bit boring compared to these other splashy poppy colours. Because like, they're releasing a product red for everything now. Like, I even sort of customised my iPhone 10 to have a product red case. Now those were the colours. Let's move on to the display. The display is where I feel, is where I feel Apple sort of cheaped out on. It is a 6.1 inch Retina LCD display, it's liquid cooled. LCD drops the price because it initially OLED. Now LCD, the price is cheaper. And then the resolution is a bit disappointing. Coming in at 1792 by 828. Uh, with a PPI of 326. It's not that high compared to the other devices that Apple are just pumping out. And if you look at the other devices at the, at the same price point, then you start to see where I'm coming from. And also the price being at 749 for the baseline 64GB 64GB model. I felt like 649 would have been better for that. Even like, like 649 or even $600 for 64GB because you want to hit the mid-range devices. I think 649 is still a bit more expensive. That should have been like the higher range. So I still feel like they're making a huge profit on this one. I think they should lower their profit margin because they haven't really reduced the, the amount of money they're, they're using on the components because it's not too different. So I felt if we could have just reduced the profit margin, they would have made up for it with the amount of sales that they're making. So yeah, that, that is just my thoughts in terms of pricing. Now, uh, if you go onto the Apple website, they have a lot of cool animations. It's pretty beautiful. I really love how what they've done there. I do urge you to go check it out. If you're on YouTube, then the link should be in the description. If you're anywhere else, show notes, things like that. What they've done is you can compare the display of one phone to another on their website. So when you look at the iPhone XR compared to the others, somebody's just trying to show you that it is really good at the price point that it is. But obviously, when you're looking at it on a monitor or display, you're actually not actually going to see the true looks of it and also apple could oversaturate it and could kind of do some things to it to make it look better there's that part to think about as well now the display does have true tone capabilities that we've sort of grown to love and enjoy and just take for granted on our phone and yeah that's that's now fine because the new ones come with true tone it does have an ip67 rating so you can clearly see that they cheaped out on that section uh, it's not going to be able to withstand like 20 minutes in a swimming pool like the IP68 does. The iPhone 10 that's filming there, uh, yeah, it does have an IP68 rating. So I can't leave it in the swimming pool for 20 minutes, although I wouldn't urge you to do so. But this one can withstand some spills and it can withstand coffee spills and things like that. Like that would have been useful for my mom because she recently spilled some coffee on her Samsung phone. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking shots at Samsung. It's a it's a Note Five, so yeah, it is it is old. So it's pretty clear why it wouldn't have a coffee resistance. But yeah, it is helpful sometimes, but the the IP68 is just way more helpful. Now Face ID, I think right now it is very good. It works 
I don't know, 80% of the time, I would say. Now with this, it's supposed to be even better, maybe like 90% of the time it should work. So I just, obviously they're going to be improving Face ID over and over until it's like the best that it can be. So, yeah, Face ID's got better. Sort of a given that that was going to happen. Now every new iPhone that has been released comes with A12 Bionic chip. It's supposed to be much more powerful, much faster. As far as I can recall from the event, it comes with a 6-core CPU and a 4-core GPU. So it is pretty powerful. 7mm as far as I can remember for the, uh, for the thickness of the chip. That's good. But basically, it all means it's just faster. Really where you're going to see the notes, where you're really going to notice that is when you're opening and closing gaps. Loading applications like the Apple applications. It's just much faster. All of the gestures and all that kind of stuff just becomes faster. So they have proven in this event that this processor is helping AR get better and better. Hopefully Apple will sort of take the tacky AR that is that currently exists and sort of develop it over time to become really good. Because the concept itself is pretty novel, but right now the execution is, uh, well, it's debatable. Now in terms of the cameras, mainly on the R, well, I mean, all of them have smart HDR, and they all have a post-bokeh control where you can go in after you've taken the image and edit the aperture. That is something that I really like. That's something that I got really excited for when they announced, because I am a photographer. So having that feature when I'm just taking mobile photos is really good. Now, I'm really excited to be able to go and try that out when the phone is released. It's just something I'm looking forward to. The camera's meant to have better low light capabilities, so you can shoot better in darker conditions. The, the rear wide angle lens on all of these cameras is 12 megapixels with an aperture of f1.8. The sensor is two times faster and they all have optical image stabilization. They can all shoot in 4K, 60 frames per second, and they have their slow-mo options and their time lapses. The front camera on the device is, can shoot in an aperture of f2.2, it's 7 megapixels, and in terms of video recording, you can shoot at 1080p, 60 frames per second. Now for the R, as I previously said, the storage options are 64, 128, and 256. There's no 512 option, as it is the budget version. Now I want to move on to the iPhone XS and the iPhone XS Max. Before I do, I just want to give you a disclaimer, that both of these devices are pretty much the same, apart from the size of the display, and the size of the phone. So in terms of processor and all that kind of stuff they're pretty much the same as each other now these now these devices are made out of surgical gray stainless steel they have a glass back like last year's phones that have been released obviously gives a faster wireless charging and yes yeah, speaking of wireless charging apple have improved it to make it much faster well i wouldn't say much faster but they have improved it to make it faster just in general which is good i'm excited to test that out because you know i like to make videos on how fast the charging is like I did last year on my YouTube channel. Now what I haven't covered is the second camera because the R doesn't have a second camera. But the second camera on these two devices is a telephoto zoom lens. It can shoot in an aperture of f2.4. And then the rest of the specs are the same, like the 12 megapixels and the HDR and all that kind of jazz. Stays the same, the only thing that changes is uh, the aperture and the fact that it is a telephoto lens. Now Apple were really going hard at the LTE speeds of this device. They're meant to be whoppingly high, so so yeah, that's the thing that you can consider. What's cool is that they have dual SIM capability now, 
which is something I've been waiting for for a long time in Apple devices. And actually one of them is an electronic SIM, which you kind of scan and then you keep it on the device. Obviously when you travel a lot, when you want to have two, two, two plans on your device, things like, or like a number for work, number for home, personal phone number and a work phone number. There are a bunch of scenarios that this feature would be useful in. Now for this device, as I previously mentioned, the storage options are 64GB, 256GB, and 512GB, which is just crazy. But if I was buying the phone, as I did say, I would take the 512. My justification was at the beginning. Tell me you were paying attention. Now, honestly, I think I've spent way too long talking about iPhones. I, I just feel like I'm just going to switch to Samsung right now. Screw the iPhone that I have. Honestly, it's just too much talking about iPhones. Let's switch to the Apple Watch. Now, initially, I didn't think the Apple Watch, when it first came out, was actually going to be that successful. Uh, now, it is the number one watch in the world. And it did surpass Rolex last year. Obviously, Rolex is like $40K for a watch. So the price point is probably the reason why this surpassed it because $500 for a watch and 50k for a watch are very different. So like if you had the option to buy a Rolex or an Apple Watch, I think most people would just buy a Rolex if they're at the same price. Clearly they aren't, which is probably the main reason which I think Apple Watch has taken over. But in terms of every other smartwatch, I do believe Apple Watch is the best. That is my personal opinion, you can voice your opinion on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you're on Anchor, then you can send me like a sort of clip. If you're on YouTube, you can comment. If you're on other ones, well, I'm deeply sorry, but I'm pretty sure you can't comment. So just head over to YouTube, subscribe to my channel while you're there as well. Anyway, now we're at the Apple Watch Series 4. It's been very successful. And let's jump into everything that you need to know about the Series 4. So the Apple Watch Series 4 has the largest watch display ever. While it still keeps a pretty like small form factor because they just reduce bezel size. And to be more specific, the display is 30% bigger than the previous model. They've improved the power efficiency of the Apple Watch so you can pretty much go through an entire day with just one charge. Their estimate was around 18 hours of battery life. So it sounds pretty good. Now along with releasing this brand new Apple Watch, they released a bunch of new Apple Watch faces which are pretty cool. So the first one is the Infograph watch face with air quality index, UV index, heart rate, activity, music, workout, breathe and weather. Those are the things that are going to be on your face. Well, not, not like your actual face, your watch face. The second one is the infograph modular, means you can sort of take things out, put things in, and move them around. So the modular watch face comes with the calendar, weather, activity, music, breathe, and heart rate. Now the third one is the one that looks most like a normal watch face that you'd get on a analog watch. It's still called infograph watch face. Comes with stopwatch, alarm, world clock, timer and sunrise and sunset. Number four is another infograph modular face, but this one's slightly different. This one comes with cal calendar, weather, heart rate, breathe. I feel like I'm saying breathe wrong. I think it's supposed to be breath. So do bear that I am really tired. The room is really hot and I'm just like, my eyes need to just shut. And I also need to edit the podcast and a YouTube video. 
after this. So, yeah, you can see where I'm going with it. Now, the final infograph watch face that they have contains a bunch of solar stuff. Solar, uh, sunrise, sunset, moon, then all the normal gels that we've seen like UV index, air quality index, weather, and world clock. Now the digital crown is that little knob on the edge of the Apple Watch. It now has taptic feedback so you can feel like a click every time you move it. I like that, it's just satisfying for me. And it doesn't feel like an infinite circle just looping. And now you can take an ECG by just touching your finger onto that crown. Uh, this is not going to be like a Doctor Destroyer where you don't need doctors anymore. But yeah, <laughs> we're on the route to that. No more doctors because of the Apple Watch. That's a bit of over-exaggeration, but anyway, let's continue. They improved the optical hard sensor, which means means everything that they do is going to be much more accurate. You're going to get steps much more accurately, your calories burned, and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be much more accurate because they improved the optical heart sensor. Also, do you notice how I'm speaking quickly? Yeah, it's because I've been a while in this really, really hot room with no AC. I, I need to wrap this up. Now what is really cool about this is the speaker is 50% louder, that is a major jump. And uh, with like the original Apple Watch, I the speakers were just too quiet. Like it really weren't useful. So this is definitely good, obviously they've improved over time. But a 50% increase is major. Now Apple didn't just release the normal series for Apple Watch. You know Apple, they are money making monsters. So they released us. A series for a Nike edition, which we know they pretty much release it with all of them. But the really monstrous money-making one is the Hermes. That is extremely expensive. You know the brand, you know the designer brand Hermes. So yeah, they partnered with them to make a $1,399 Apple Watch. Uh, now I really didn't see that many differences with it. It was like the leather strap and the second non-leather strap that they include. But maybe they have some features. I did look on their website and it was pretty much just the um, the strap that I could find. So really I'm not paying $1,399, I'm not paying like an extra $1,000 for a strap. I feel like I could just get a knockout strap for like $5 and I'd be better off. Or you could just buy a Max Dell iPhone XS Max. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's better, <laughs> just in my opinion, you know. Now, one of the updates that came with this, the new watchOS 5 is that they have a lot more workouts that they can track now, like yoga and just more fitness sort of workouts. So you can see that Apple are really pushing their health features and just, and just sort of grinding on that level. Like you can even check your glucose levels and much more, but more of the iOS will be covered in a separate iOS 12 video which I'll make. Yeah. Apart from this Apple event stuff, I just wanted to tell you that Samsung are going to be announcing their foldable phone in just two months' time. Yeah, I know that this entire episode has been about Apple. I just wanted to let you know the Samsung F foldable phone is going to be coming out with like 7.5 inch display as far as I can remember. It will actually fold, not like a hinge sort of mechanism. And that actually is really exciting. And now every other company, of course, is planning to do that. Apple slated for like 2020 to make their foldable phone come out. So yeah, that's probably the time that I'd be buying a new phone. So yeah, the foldable phone. Hopefully I'll get that one. Not the Samsung one, the Apple one. But the Samsung one is going to be really cool to find out what it is. I really want to see it, test it out, make some videos on it. But anyway, we've... 
reached the end of this long podcast journey. I think it's the longest podcast I've ever recorded, and that's saying something because it's not really that long. It's like 45 minutes, I think, this episode. But I did really enjoy it. I really enjoyed spending the time with you. And if you want to make this really worthwhile, I mean, I did enjoy it, but if you want, just want to make me even happier, then you can go to iTunes and just subscribe to the podcast and just leave a, a rating or a review. It will be really beneficial. Just subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're on YouTube, then do subscribe to notifications, like, and comment on your feedback on if you think the Apple Watch Hermes edition is actually worth it. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of no's randomly in the comment section of YouTube. Yeah, it's just it's just a prediction, you know. Without further ado, I do like to end this episode right here, right now. I have been your host, Ali Abdul Kareem. You have listened to the JK Tech News podcast for quite a while now. Hopefully you did enjoy it. I mean you got this far, so I'm pretty sure you enjoyed it. And yeah, I'll see you on next week's episode of the podcast. And I try and upload daily on YouTube, so go check me out there. And all my other social medias, you can access them via YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you later. Peace.